Welcome to On the Road Bowling Podcast with Daria and Gio. And today we're going to be talking about whether bowling is more of a team sport or individual sport. Hello. So, Gio, what do you think? Is bowling more a team sport or you, th- you just think about it as individual sport? So we're going right to it, right? Yeah. Okay, so team sport or individual sport? I don't think there's an individual sport. Even if you bowl it as a team, I think that at the end of the day, because when you perform, even when you're on a team, even if it's Baker, you are contributing with your own self making one shot, right, for the team? Yeah, and if that one person messes up or doesn't bowl very well, like it impacts does. the team as it is, but at the end, you do it yourself. It's you by yourself making that shot. And it is different, for sure, mentally, I think, because you have however many people behind you expecting you to perform as the best you can. And it's quite some pressure, right? We experience some team bowling and it can be a lot of pressure. But when you go back to the times when you were bowling for Venezuela, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that the Federation look at the team medals differently than what they do on the individual medals. Actually, they put much more emphasis into the team medals. Like, uh, I remember uh, I went in a Pan-American Championship in 2009. Wow, you're old. I know. (laughs) 2009. Yeah, in 2009, it was in Colombia. It was a Pan-American Championship. And we won a gold medal as a team. And they were super excited because it was the first gold medal as a youth or for the youth team for Venezuela. And they were so thrilled and so happy because for some reason, team event is considered... Like more a, important? More important, yeah, because it's like the whole country, the team bowling together uh, for a medal, I guess. I, that's something I, I never really experienced, you know, when I was in Poland. We never really had enough good bowlers that either would go and bowl the European Championships or World Championships. So many times we didn't even have a full team. So what happens when you don't have a full team bowling for a medal the last day? You are just kind of put together with all the other players that also don't have a team, and you form a team to where the score doesn't matter for the team itself, but it matters for all events and to make it it to Masters and stuff like that. I saw it a lot, yeah, when you have teams like, you you don't have the four-man team or five-man team completed. I think it used to be five and now it's four. Am I wrong? It's depending. I think that has changed over the years. That back in the day, I remember that they used to say that they have six-man team or eight-man team oh. in like the 60s or something like that. That, that is crazy. Can you I imagine? Just, no, I can't. That, World I also, championship, eight-man team. <laughs> you just make a shot every walk. Nine minutes? Ten I, minutes? I don't even know. Maybe they, they used to split expl- it, like four and four. Like you have a whole full team in a pair oh, to I make it be faster, I would say. I really don't know. I just no like idea. bowling. So I think bowling on the team or even bowling leagues with five-man team, I find it a bit difficult. It is exciting because every time your teammate is on the approach, you're rooting for them. And you're rooting for them in the way that you know that their performance is very important to, you know, the outcome. So it is quite exciting, but also you do only bowl like every few minutes. 
Oh yeah, and it takes like it feels like it takes like ten or fifteen minutes between shots. And, and it's difficult, isn't it? Mentally, like, to me, it's super draining. Yeah. Because you have to stay focused in a way. At least you have to remember where you were standing, kind <laughs> of ha- how much you were shaping it or not, or kind of what ball you're throwing, where are you looking, and if your teammate tells you, "Hey, I feel like they are." transitioning they're moving you have to move or not so you have to either that's decide. the thing i think that's something because we have a background in college bowling yeah and that was for the for me it was the first time that I was bowling on the actual team like that's when i was being taught of what bowling on the team is like and and all of that and that's when we were being told that you know we have to learn each other moves so if a person in front of you you usually have similar p- people in front of you uh moves two and one for you, it might mean you have to move four or six or one. You just have to know moves yeah. off of other people. But the thing is, like, also, you spend so much time practicing with those bowlers, right? Because yeah. usually uh, you have, let's say, at least when we were at Weber, you have 10 to 12 people, 14 people mm-hmm. that could be in the 18, the main, team, the main yeah. team. So you had to learn from each other how much they move and each other's game in a way in order to know how much to move off them, mm-hmm. but also know uh, how to judge based on their shot because they might think that they threw a good shot, but if you think that they were not as close, you have to make your own decisions it's at the end of the day. It's just always a guess, yeah. isn't it? It's it is an educated guess, I guess. Yeah, because sometimes a player might not feel that the shot was not as good. And let's say they just Greek church and they come back and they're like, oh my God, this lane is so much, it's on fire. Exactly. (laughs) And then like, but you saw the shot and you thought it was not good. And then what you do, do you move nevertheless, right? Or you don't move, you judge your own judgment. You split the difference. You split the difference. (laughs) So it's always an educated guess. Yeah, totally, totally. And that's where you have also coaches or other teammates they are judging, not judging as a judging the person, but kind of seeing what's happening on the lane and seeing the shot and helping you in a way. But that's college. Nowadays, when you bowl your regular tournament, you don't have that much of communication. And you sometimes you bowl with people that you haven't bowled with as much before. So that's you still have to make those decisions without knowing the person itself. That's true. But going back to like the main topic, if we had to put bowling in one bag, you have to choose whether you only do it individually, right? Individual tournament, like we have a PBA tour, a PWBA tour, or it's only a team event, like college. Like we have the PBA team event right now going on on TV, right? Yeah. What do you think bowling is more like? Is it bowling on a team? five-man team people bowling together their scores sum up they go head to head with other teams or it's still gonna be more of an individual sport i do think that bowlers are so used to bowling individually that even though they bowl as a team they're more most of it or like the aspect of bowling is individual the decisions that you make, you don't make it, like most times, you don't make it as a team. You make it individually for your own game. I don't know. I That's what I think. What What do you think? I don't you know. You keep asking me. I keep me. asking because, <laughs> I don't know, I come from not really bowling in teams to then going to college and bowling on a team. We just bowled a team tournament this past week, which we're going to probably talk a little bit about because there was a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, but... 
in my head bowling as an individual sport I think it's because I really like bowling I like throwing shots you know like I wish the tournaments were as many games as possible I love US Open because US Open will bowl like what 56 games <laughs> it's crazy but I love it it's you bowl so many days and so many games that you yeah. keep just bowling and bowling it's constant battle you have to be physically strong mentally strong you cannot let yourself fry out in game three because you have so many games to go well when you bowl on teams you really have to just keep your cool you know yeah that's to me that's one of the most difficult parts it's like when it's not going well for you as a person uh -huh. but you still have to try to pull it through Because you have four people, three people, whoever. Like even if you're in trios, you have two other guys and girls behind you expecting you to give your best because you have to help them to win the tournament or be closer or whatever it is. So even if it doesn't go well for you that day, you have to somehow fight it. Fight it. It's not yeah. like you, you don't like individually you are like you have a bad day. Well, you have a bad day. It happens, you know. Mm -hmm. but, but that's when you have a team, right? But when you have a team, you cannot just have a bad day. You have to figure it out somehow how to help the team to be better or to get as much as possible so you can get close. That's true. That's true. Like keeping cool is really important because what we do and the energy we bring back the moment we're stepping on the end of the approach, the energy that we're giving to the person that follows us is crucial. Totally. It's big. The attitudes, like when you have a good attitude, a bad attitude, regardless of what the what happened in the shot, you can give, you can transmit that, that attitude yeah. to the next person. That, totally. That's that's also big when we're in college. They were also Massive. always telling Massive. us. And as a national team, or as a college, or even if you're bowling just for money during the weekend, like if you're just coming back, pissed off kicking stuff around and you have a person who's behind you it's like you don't care right yeah it's like they, you don't care that you might be impacting the other player exactly but it's like being selfish like oh it's my time i'm mad and i'm gonna show the world and i'm just gonna be mad right exactly. now exactly and and how those the, how would that other person feel because of you acting that way yeah so yeah like it's, it's you know difficult. what's one of my like core memories do you know what core memory is yeah like what, something that impacts your life so much that you will always remember it yeah it's just something that just like sticks with you something that happened many years ago but it's with you and one of my core memories is 2017 nationals uh me and my weber girls were bowling against wichita that's the year that you won That's the way. That's Are you the, talking about the, the TV show? Yeah, I'm talking about okay. the, uh, the TV show. So my biggest core memory is that I was not played in the first game. And uh, the coach put me in the second game. And it was quite cute because Randy, um, who just now passed away, which is very sad because he was a great coach and great man. A But amazing person. Yeah, he came up to me right after a warm-up and I had an amazing look. I would strike every shot. And he comes up to me and he goes like, Daria, uh, you're going to be on the bench. But if we need someone to strike, you're in. And I'm like, okay. I was the player that was like strike or miss, you know, you never know. <laughs> you never know <laughs> how I woke up. And I, I did appreciate him telling me this because it kind of... I understood where he was coming it from. It reassures you that even though you're not going to bowl at the moment, yeah. you know that you're on the waiting, waiting no waiting list, but let's I'm say I'm just that right there. He, he believes he, I can he strike. Know, he know, you know that he's keeping you in the back of his head for 
if you're needed or he feels that you're needed, you're going to be in. So it makes you feel as much as you're not bullying and you might be a little upset that you're not bullying at the moment. It makes you feel a bit better about yourself because you know that you might be coming in at certain points so you have yeah. to be ready. Yeah, so the girls bought uh, the first game and everybody was stressed out. Not just Weber girls, uh, we did lose that one game, uh, but also everybody on Wichita's side that seemed stressed. You know, for, for many of us, it was, a TV show. it was and, the first TV show. How old were you? Probably 22, Yeah, I don't think it would matter. 21. You know what mattered? You could hear the gloves click as you were walking on the approach. You could hear your steps. It was dead quiet there and that could make you freak out. But anyway, my core memory is that we're in the last game. Yeah, I was I was playing. He put me in game two, and we made it all the way to the last game, uh, to where if we win that, we're national champions. And I remember I was the third bowler, so I was bowling the frame three in and seven. Yeah, three and seven or eight. Seven. What? Uh, Six, no, seven, no, three and eight. Sorry, <laughs> three and yes. eight. So I remember. I don't know what I did. I sh maybe I struck. Maybe I nine spare. I don't remember. In fact, maybe I was second bowler, <laughs> but that's beside the point. I remember I threw my shot and I knew that however the game is going to go, we're going to be national champions or not. And I remember looking at Tony, who was then an anchor. She was the anchor, yes. And she was pregnant, which people didn't know at the With time. With London. With London. Yeah, uh, her yeah. first baby. So I remember looking at her and being like, oh my God, this is team bowling is all about. I have all the faith. In, in my player, in my teammate. And that core memory that everything was left, not to me, like it normally is when you bowl individually, it was left to a player. This feeling, you know, just, just a thought in my head, watching her stepping on the approach, she struck. And then I think she sped and, and we were national champions. So uh, this is a very big core memory for me. And that would be the definition of team sport for me, that it's not always up to you, you know? Sometimes yeah. you have to leave it up to your teammates and trust and believe you can just give your all and after that you can just wait for your teammate to also give his or her all and that's, that's it yeah but what happens if if you're bowling on a team and you fail them you know we just bowled last week um what was the name of the tournament i don't remember it right now honestly i was just thinking about it it was a five-man team yeah and it's a team event that has been happening for very long, as I understand. It's in, always has been in Idaho and Idaho Falls, but I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, so that was last week, and we had a really strong team. It was Ken, myself, Kendall, Gio, and Alex. Mm -hmm. um, quite a strong team. I, yeah. I, I, that's at least what I believe coming in. Totally. No, we were leading all the way from the first, no, not first game, but like second game or third game, we we're leading all the way onto the last game. I think that we bowled five games in total. Four. Four. So we yeah. were leading second, third game, and we were past last game. Yeah. So we were coming into the last game with almost, I think it was almost 200 pins advantage. 150 ahead second. 150 pins. Yeah. Just imagine how much comfort that is mentally. It's like, oh, you're coming to the last game. And then what happened to me? I absolutely lost my look. I, I couldn't find it. I couldn't yeah. see it. It was a easier shot in a way. We were bowling. It was not a house shot. It was like a modified house. But it was like a modified house. Some of those that you can throw a little right and it's going to come back and a little in and it's going to push. Mm -hmm. But once you bowl so much, it gets so wet, dry. Yeah. So when you cliff. miss in or the cliff, when you miss in a little, the ball doesn't hook, and then you throw it right and it overhooks, 
that's when it gets complicated. Yeah, so I was bowling the first three games. I bowled really well. I scored very high. But my last game, I bowled a whole 157. 157 was it? It was 157. I had no doubles. I had three splits. I washed out, which thank God I made because that would be 140. But um, the team that was behind us, they absolutely crashed Well, actually, it, it was not behind us. They, they were, were like third. They were third. Yeah, I just but remember they, seeing Andy Kinney bowling 279, they were, Tyler it Lopez. It was a five-man team, and they shot 1250-something. Yeah, it was crazy. They shot a lot. Like, the lowest score was like 220. It was a 1220, and the other two or three guys, they shot 250, 260, and then Andy shot 279 or 278. It was was painful. They they struck a lot. Yeah, and they deserved the win. Uh, They snatched the win out of us. Completely. The last game, but... In full honesty, if I bowled 190, not yeah, 150. They, they, end up, they end up beating us by 35 pins, but it could have happened in so many. We, as a team, that's the thing. Like, I remember you being very upset. And as a team, we didn't bowl the greatest because, it, okay, you shot 150. We did hit the pair that was a little bit trickier. The, 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 the pair was not a pair that you could shoot a lot. And we were not getting the breaks. We were not executing the greatest. I remember Alex was the one who bowled well. He shot 230. But the rest of us, we shot 20 to 10. So we didn't shoot a lot. None of us could get something like a very good game. Yeah, but and you know, it's it's difficult. So if you were in my position, right? Because obviously at the end of the night, I felt really bad. And uh, it's something I couldn't shake off for some time. Even though I do have that ability that I tell you a lot, that I can shake off bowling quite fast. Uh I am very emotional about it at first, and then I kind of shake it off. Because if not, I would be not a very happy human this past year, because bowling hadn't been great uh, on tour years ago. And uh, I have the ability to shake it off. But I was still very emotional, and I was still very upset. Because we're not talking about having to bowl 220, right? We're yeah. talking about I bowl 150. It's such a low game. And despite me being unlucky or lucky or whatnot, I'm 150, and 180 would be enough. So if you were in my shoes, how would you try to, I don't know, deal with it? Not deal with it, but think about it. Think about this. You shot 150 last game, but the previous game, you shot 240, right? I think so. So what would have happened if the game three, you shoot 150, and last game, you shoot 240, but we still lose by 35? Would that have make you feel felt better? Yeah, it's different, okay? Exactly. It's, no, so no, it's no. a mindset. It's, At the it's end a of the perception, day, it, maybe. Exactly, it's perception. Yes, obviously there is a certain point where you're going to be a little upset because you didn't come through at the moment that you needed to. But at the end of the day, it's a team sport first because we're all born together with five of us. I could have been upset because in total, my four-game total was worse than yours. I bought 190, 20, 20, 210. That, those were my games. I didn't bowl well for how scorable they were. Yeah, they, so in, they were in that case, I could be just upset, if not even more upset, because I didn't, ha- I didn't feel like I, I helped the team. I couldn't be upset because I was upset for all of us. Exactly. <laughs> but but it, it happens, you know. It is, it is difficult, it, though, And right? it happens. And you have to know that it's bowling, it's sport, and it happens. It, always, it can happen to anybody. So, yeah, obviously, you're not going to be happy about it. Mm-hmm. But you cannot let it linger. You cannot let it 
you cannot beat yourself up just because it, you show up one bad game and no, you cannot say, oh, I show up a bad game and that's why the team lost. No, we lost as a team. It's always the easiest way to look, right? Exactly. And oh, if if I made a sp- way. if I made a spare here, oh, oh, it's like people when they say, oh, if I double in the tenth, I I I make the cut. Yeah, but you don't think about all the other spares that you miss in the other previous six games that you ball. You just say the double. Oh, I tempting to lose. What about the other tempings that you missed three games ago? Yeah, it's, I think it's a bowling thing. It is a bowling thing. Look, it's the yeah. perception. So it, it is something that you cannot just let it beat, beat, your, beat you up in a way. It just it happens. It's bowling. It's part of the sport. Everybody goes through it. And as sad as it is, it, it's just part of it. I think it's very important. Like the team that you're bowling with, people, I, I felt like I got a lot of support. You know, obviously I was the one that kind of failed us but the guys were cool with me like i felt like they were they were cool with me that there was no grudges the next day we show up for the tournament we were just talking about it it was never like oh if you didn't bowl 150 we, yeah we are <laughs> you know? like the whole team is gonna be a little upset about no winning mm-hmm. but it's not gonna be upset about so and so means a spare so and so didn't double so and so shot whatever no it never happens that way at least i hope because it will be very um I don't know how to call it. It will be very uh, silly to get upset with your teammate because they shot whatever in the last game or they miss a spur to lose. It's like, man, why don't you go and do it yourself in a way? It's a team event. It happens. Um, you shot 150 that game. You shot 240, 250 the game before. I went 2020. At the end of the day, we both shot 400 in the last two games. Do you think it's more pressure bowling on a team than bowling individually? I do think so. Because you, I think that there's a point where you think about how down you're letting some people, how much down you can, oh, I'm letting these guys down that are counting on me. Or some others where um, you can feel also even better. Oh, I shot 250. And it's just not the fact that you shot 250, but it's the fact that like I'm helping the team. Mm-hmm to like get better or like move forward so it's it's both ways it can make you feel a bit better when you bowl well and it can make you feel a little worse when you're not bowling well i don't have much experience in bowling on the team as i told you before i didn't do it when i was in poland i did it in college the most and i wasn't doing it much after college either so i'm gonna be bringing it back to college but i remember my first college events bowling on the team felt claustrophobic to me in what way I felt like too many people. You're on the approach. There's so many people around you. Because if you had five or eight people on every single lane, then it was a lot of people in the bowling center, yeah. But then as you're standing on the approach, you can feel the breath of all your teammates. <laughs> so in whether it was maybe seven, they were a bit too close then. <laughs> I don't know. It was just I felt really rushed. I felt like I was expected to throw the shot as fast as I could because there was so much going on. It was so overwhelming. I had a very hard time to going back to, to Zen, to myself. So for the very first months bowling on a team, 
I couldn't find myself. It was such an odd experience. And later I have realized that, you know, this is the environment. And environment is different when you bowl on team versus when you bowl individually. It does feel more claustrophobic for those who perceive the space the way I do. Uh, and it can get very overwhelming. So do you feel the difference of when you're on the approach by yourself opposed to being on the approach by yourself with 10 people looking at you wanting it to strike because whatever you do really depends yeah exactly because of that if because whatever you do it depends on how the team does so in a way they are waiting like expecting not expecting you to perform but you are expecting yourself and the expectation part of it is what mm -hmm. kills it because you are expecting yourself to come through for the team when you're born in a tournament it's a third frame and it doesn't matter, like, it's not like it doesn't matter, but you're a bit more chill. You're a little more relaxed. You're just bowling for yourself. So it's, There's so many more shots you can make. Exactly. Right? They're like, okay, it's plenty of shots. But when you're bowling for your team, with a team, in, even more in Baker, imagine that you're bowling your first shot. And you're like, I usually in college, I used to be number three most times, right? So I remember number one. <laughs> the least value. <laughs> Hey, it's not the least value, but, but I, I used so. to be number three too, and I always <laughs> would joke like, "Yeah, three doesn't really matter because they don't read the lanes and they're not the ones finishing." Well, the I, game. I used to be between two and three a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So and let's I'm, say we're just keeping the vibe going, right? Yeah, exactly. Being the middle guys. Let's say, yeah. <laughs> so I remember it was the first guy going and making the read. Oh, let's he struck right. Uh -huh. Oh, they're exactly the same as the last pair. They're it's a good pair. Mm. So the first one strikes. And then goes the second person, that my, one of my teammates, and he doubles. And then I go, mm -hmm. man, you have to make a good shot, right? Yeah. And you cannot think about what if I split. So is it double and split? Or what if I miss? And But at the Th same those time... Those negative thoughts, though, happen It never helps. Yeah. It never helps. But at the same time, sometimes it's kind of those... In, Intrusive thoughts. Intrusive thoughts. Yeah, they just like yeah. pop out. It just like, pops out. And it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, don't, don't just make a good shot. Just stay calm. Just execute and just focus on what you're doing at the moment. And if you strike, then it's like, okay, we, we're in momentum. We, we give it all. Like we have three bagger and whatever. And probably the next person is feeling the same. Mm -hmm. But it's part of it. So if you were to like summarize or to give, to give us like a list of all the things that you believe help with bowling on a team, from like it helps to tell your teammates that you had moved or it helps to be uplifted or it helps with doing that. What are those like crucial points? So many things like... Yeah, well, I try to summarize it in, in some ways. Like what's the first thing that comes on, my mind, on your mind? What would make you a good team player? What do you do? Um, have a good communication with the team. Uh, so you think even, communication is important? I think so because uh, let's and say... And it's not about like, hey, who's going to the bar next? <laughs> no, <laughs> was, not that Who's bringing the next drink? No, no, Yeah, no. not that one. Okay. Not that type of communication. Or It's more like, let's say, uh, I'm, I'm following you, right? Mm -hmm. And you throw your first shot and you go 2-10 or a 2-pin. And I, I see the shot because I, I'm, I'm watching you ball. And I feel like it was a good shot. And then you come back and you tell me, I lost it at the bottom. I didn't catch it. I didn't uh -huh. hit it. So stay the same. Like there are no, maybe they're, they're hooking as much or they're, they're, not, they're not tight. Mm -hmm. So, okay. That gives me an assurance that I can stay the same. Or you tell me, hey, I really like the shot. But something happened. But some, the ball didn't hook. 
I know that I can make a move because I saw your shot and you're giving me that reassurance. And that reassurance, it makes me feel more comfortable for my next shot. So I think that that communication is very important. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like communicating of what you had seen. What about uplifting your teammate after they opened? So your teammate just went and whiffed a 10 pin, but he, he whiffed it. Like <laughs> there was no doubt <laughs> that he whiffed it, yeah? Uh-huh. He comes back and he's mad, but he's also like kind of ashamed. You know how you feel when you're Totally, like, totally. So uh, what's you can even feel them? a little judge. Exactly. A like little judge yeah, you, a, by your teammates. It's like, oh, come on, you just missed that spur, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's when we always blame the approaches. Guys, remember, the approaches <laughs> were no good. Or the thumb, <laughs> the, it got stuck. It got stuck. Or, or, or the front of the leg hooked in the ball, yeah, you know, the ball hooked, whatever it is. Yeah, so how do you uplift? What do you, you do? You tell me. How do you do it? Because, uh, like, I, I could know. have different thoughts, but you tell me. I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes... How do you make feel the person who just missed for the team? How, how do you make them feel better? Or more than that, how do you help them to shake that off, to, to move on, to let it behind, so start focusing on your next shot because it, the more you let it... <laughs> Actually, drag I don't the, drag him down or her down, it's going to drag the team down. So you cannot let him or her... Get affected. This is something I do on you, actually. Not when we ball teams, but maybe you remember when you're telling like, oh my God, I'm whiffing so many special days. Or like I whiffed already two 10 pins. Know what I would tell you? Do you remember what I tell you? No. The possibility of you whiffing the next one is a lot smaller now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because percentage-wise, right? All of us have a certain percentage. We make 80%, 90%, 95% of our Yeah, spares. some people, they tend to be better spur shooters than others. But yeah, overall, so you're like kind of always around the same exactly. percentage. Yeah, so if you whiff the first, first two 10 pins... That means that I'm going to make the other ones? That means that you're going to make all the <laughs> other ones, right? So okay. you have to kind of know your teammate, right? Be, uh, because you're my boyfriend. I know you quite well and how you react. Sometimes... When your cheeks get red, I know I have to leave you alone. <laughs> okay, that's when I'm like, I'm just going to look down, pretend I wasn't even there to see the shot. But sometimes when uh, you're trying to stay cool and not this impact you, I would probably crack a joke. And that joke would be like, hey, the, the possibility of you making the next one is a lot higher. Which, if you think about it, it's another important thing about the teammates, right? They're, to know each other. A lot of people react different to different comments. So you're trying to make them feel the best possible or at the same time, the most confident. But if you make the wrong comment, you might trigger them. Yeah. And if you trigger them, you're not helping that Mm -hmm. person, which is you're not helping your team. Or imagine I would come back and tap you on the back and be like, hey, come on, you're such a good spirit. What's going on tonight? Yeah, I feel like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, like you cannot, it would throw me off a little bit. Probably it was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it depends. Okay, so communication is important when you're bowling on the team, yeah? I believe so, yeah. Okay, I would add to it that it's important to know your moves off of the person because when I was bowling on the team in Weber, I remember that if our teammate Amber, if she said that the lanes were hooking and she had to go two on one, two left with her feet, one left with her eye, for me that was eight and four or ten and five. And that's an exaggeration. Because of the rev rate and speed combination. Because of combination the rev rate and, and all of that. So if she said like, hey, I moved two and one, for me, it's a no-brainer. It's usually eight and four, unless we're bowling on a very, very long pattern. So very that means short. that every time that you make a two and one or four and two, she's making half boards move? Yes, 
it was quite common. Interesting. Yeah, or she wouldn't even feel the lines changing. Yeah. And I know after Diana, I would move either two and one more or four and two, depending on the lanes. And of Verity, I was either the same or I was two and one more. So knowing your moves of a person was quite important because if you're saying like, oh my God, the lanes are hooking. Okay, how much are you going to move next shot? She would be like, oh, I'm going to move two and one. I should know that if she's going to move two and one and I'm six more, that would mean that the next shot, I'm going to have to move eight and four. But it's not the second shot of mine. It's going to be a first shot of mine on that pair. Yeah. I have to have trust. I'm going to move eight and four off of yeah. my last game on the other pair. And I have to have confidence that that's going to come back and strike. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. Confidence is important. Not confidence. Communication. And I would say like commit, committing to that. Commitment. The yeah. commitment of like, because sometimes it happens that like the person in front of you tells you that's hooking more. You believe that's hooking more, and you throw the shot, Imagine, and like, that bowling ball just keeps going straight and straight, and yeah. not doesn't hook. And, and it's and important not to give your teammate a look, being like, "Why did you say it was hooking? Did you see my shot? I nailed it. It was great." Exactly. <laughs> so because at the end of the day, he's not trying to make you miss. He's trying to help you as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, but it happens sometimes, you know. So it, it, and you cannot just judge them or give them a hard time. Because of that happened. Hey, it happened. The good thing is that because of your shot, now the person behind you can make a move based on your first shot that is the person before you and the second shot, which was your own. Yeah. And that can help And it. imagine you do all of that. You, you come back to your shot and you just throw an absolute, the most terrible <laughs> shot <laughs> you've thrown yeah. in a year. <laughs> and then you just don't The shot is not even close. So, <laughs> hey, well, that's when you come back and you say, like, you know what? Yeah. That was so bad that just don't, 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 even, yeah. don't even think about it. Don't pay yeah, attention forget. to it. Just, just do you. Yeah. You do you. Yeah. So just going back to the whole individual team idea. Uh, we have the PBA League that we are watching. One day, I hope we're going to have a PWA League. Hey, no, what about the Trios tournament? That's, that's going to be a team event. That's it's a true. One PWBA, mm -hmm. one PBA, and a PBA 50. Yeah. So, guys, if you have Tell me more about it. Like, yeah. how excited are you about it? If you haven't heard about it, there's a new tournament rolling out, uh, which is going to be PWBA, PBA, PBA 50 tours all combined together. Uh, you can qualify. So, you don't pick your teammates as you're entering the tournament. You are um, bowling the, the qualification. And after the first round, you are going to be matched up with... PBA and a PBA 50 player and you're going to make a trio and from there on you're bowling as a trio and I think that's an amazing idea that's going to be so cool yeah I think the closest we've ever been to that was I think it was Lucy? 2020 no 2021 when the women were bowling on the PBA league oh that's true Remember that's that? true why was that a f oh yeah actually they, they, they were like we probably had two, two teams two teams with a woman bowler yeah. in their team it's different though now you're gonna have a team every single team you're gonna have one pwba bowler mm -hmm. a one pba bowler and a pba 50 so it's gonna be interesting to watch because it's gonna be so many ways how to and it's gonna be difficult see it. Because i don't know most likely uh you're gonna end up bowling with a bowler you might not even know. Exactly, right? that's my point. So what do you do when they with a tempest? <laughs> you just <laughs> pat them in the back. Which, which is, I think that having a uh, conversation, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, 
maybe not like getting super in depth with it because maybe they they might take it wrong. But it's like, hey, what do you like to hear? What you don't like to hear? About like what makes you feel more confident and more fired up? Or you like to get fired up. You like to stay calm and steady because there are so many bowlers that they treat uh, pressure in different ways. So how do you help them to be the best self in a way yeah to perform to their best exactly not to stress them out exactly put any imagine pressure. that you're i don't know like who would be talking bowling with pete weber and you're saying like <laughs> the and then you're name. and you're bowling like <laughs> okay uh, don't worry pete or like chill take it easy, take it easy. <laughs> he's gonna lose it he will <laughs> lose it right away yeah I don't want to keep losing it on me. So. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, we have that tournament coming up and it's going to be very exciting. So I, I hope that you guys, uh, if you like watching bowling, you're going to be following. Uh, but just to wrap it all up, is bowling more a team event or more an individual sport? Yeah, what do you think? I think it's more individual sport. Same, I, I do believe so. I but do it's nice, so. right, to bowl on team? In, it, it is a good time. I really like it. I, I really have a lot of fun when I do it like in team team events yeah so guys thank you so much for being with us for another podcast uh, we have a lot to talk this about this is officially our first podcast actually this is officially our first podcast yeah. so I know we are a bit all over the place right we talk on top of each other uh, we like it this way we, we're trying to give you as the most natural authentic authentic yeah. of ourselves what we really think and believe about our thoughts about bowling in general. And we just wanted to share with you. So I hope that you guys are enjoying it. Yeah, and believe it or not, G and I right now are sitting in the living room (laughs) with the mics in our hands and we're just basically having a conversation. And that's very exciting because we like to talk about bowling. And our next podcast is going to be about college bowling because there was a lot of happenings in college bowling. Oh, man. Right. Okay. (laughs) We're going there right away. Yeah, we're going to be talking about ketchup and bowling balls. We're going to be talking about Gio uh, getting suspended. We're going to be talking about national championship getting revoked by USBC. And we can talk about also different stuff about bowling in college. Come on. It, has not to, it doesn't okay. have to be all just that. <laughs> yeah, but we do have a lot of uh, stories to tell you. And I hope we're going to see you or he, you're going to listen to us on the next one. The next one. See ya. Bye.